Welcome to the Believe and Rise podcast. My name is Iman Sangalang, and in this podcast, I tell stories about life scenarios that you may have experienced, but I transform these experiences into information, information that can help you push forward, overcome self-doubt, and possibly encourage you to achieve those dream goals you've always wanted. So let's get started, because there's no greater time than right now. It's time to believe and rise. Alright, so hello everyone and welcome back to Believe and Rise. Today I have two special guests, Raymart and Chelsea. Um, welcome and thank you for joining me on the podcast. Uh, how are you guys doing? Great. Great. <laughs> yeah. Never done this before, but we're ready. Yeah. yeah. So the reason why I brought you guys on the podcast is mainly just to share your journey, share your story. Um, I do really feel like it's mm-hmm. inspiring to hear what you guys have been through. Yeah. Um, what you guys are still going through and what yeah. you guys have accomplished so far. Mm-hmm. So I feel like a lot of people should hear it and see that there is hope no matter what kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we could start off with your story, Remart. Yeah. You moved out to Calgary, even though you have a huge family here. Yeah. Right. So when did this happen? Uh, this was 2014. Uh, well, the thought of moving came like August 2014. Yeah. And then we we went to visit me and my family in Chelsea. I didn't think Ronnie was there. Ronnie was there. Yes. Uh, we went to visit my kuya in Calgary. Mm-hmm. Um, before that, we had me and Chelsea had Beyonce and Jay Z tickets. Nice. Oh <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but my my parents told me they're going to Calgary the same date as that concert. Yeah. And I was like, Do you want? We never been on a trip together yet. Uh, like, yeah. So I was like, Do you want to go see Beyonce or Jay Z or go to Calgary? Calgary. <laughs> and not see some great artists. <laughs> so we went to Calgary. <laughs> yeah, so we went to Calgary. But I think going there actually sparked something. Sparked something yeah. in my like change in my life. Mm-hmm. So it was, it was the right decision to make actually not <laughs> to see Jay Z or Beyonce. <laughs> How long were you guys there? Uh, we were there for like a week I think or so, something. Yeah. It was like a week. Yeah. And that was your first time ever going there. Uh, no, not for me. It was my first time. Chelsea's going first there. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. I've been there before in 2012. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then um, what, what changed for you when you went there? I think just seeing a different city or, um, I don't know, it just looked way, way nicer than Winnipeg. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not the trash Winnipeg, but. Yeah. It was just, uh, it was just like, I think I didn't see that it was like way nicer city. I think I just saw. A fresh start. Mm. Mm. Nice. Yeah. So it was more of the opportunity to start something new in my life than like a nicer view. Right. Yeah. And mind you, he was nineteen. Oh yeah, I was nineteen at the time. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah. So you don't really hear anybody moving out nineteen here in Winnipeg. Like. Yeah, you'll hear people like moving like, out of their house, yeah, but right. not moving to a totally different. Like city I know, like my brother moved out. I think 28 or something something like that yeah and then uh, but back then though um, I feel like it was a little less common for somebody 
19 yeah. to yeah. to leave. Mm-hmm. And when did you finally decide that you know what I am going to move? Uh, I think when I came back, when I got back from Calgary, I just when we got home, I was just like, I think I needed a change, and then because I was back into that same environment, same mm-hmm. routine, right? Um, I I I knew I was done. I was sick of it. So, mm-hmm. well, um, what was your life like when you were here first? When I was, it was right after high school, so it was. It was pretty typical. Like, I'd be just chilling with friends, uh, go see my friends like till like two a.m. You you didn't work or anything. I did work at the legislative mm-hmm. building, but I had that job for like two years. It was just on the phone talking to angry people <laughs> that like they complain of what's going on in their community, and it's like draining. Yeah, it is draining because you're hearing negative stuff all the time. So, it was a, uh, it wasn't like a great job. It was it was a good job for like when you're in high school. At the moment, yeah, yeah. yeah, but you didn't after see high school, future. I don't I don't want to just do that, right? Yeah, yeah, totally. totally. So, yeah, so I was kind of like in a weird state in my head. I was like, I don't know. I was so lost. I was like, I didn't know where to go. I didn't know what to do. Um, I knew I liked um, playing music for like. When there was high school parties, I just yeah everyone looked at us or looked at me to play the music for the party. Right, even but, even at nineteen years old. Yeah, oh, like so. throughout high school, it was mostly me and Chelsea yeah. playing the music for the parties and stuff like that. Oh, trippy. Yeah, so I knew that I like I knew I wanted to DJ, but I did not know how to like learn or where to. But that wasn't even yeah. your initial thought, like, I no. wouldn't go out to Calgary and be a DJ kind of thing. No, it wasn't. It was just... Like, were you even fully financially prepared to move out? No savings, nothing. I had so nothing. You, so you moved with, with nothing, zero dollars. Yeah. It was just my queer out there. And then, um, uh, my mom's side, like, I have four cousins out there, my two titas. Should be. Yeah, so I had zero dollars, like, nothing. So I just moved out there, not, no plan. No savings. <laughs> just through gut feeling, I just wanted to change. And then, yeah, so I got there. And then just... How was it when you first got there? Like, your very first, let's say, month or so? It was uh, the first month. I didn't have a job for, I think, two weeks. I was applying, uh, changing my license and, like, government IDs, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So I had... Uh, well, my parents gave me money. Oh, nice. yeah. When they dropped me off, mm. maybe like three hundred dollars, but mm. that's not enough for money. But yeah, I didn't get a job until maybe three three weeks in. So I was just figuring it out. Like I just tossed myself out there and then just like okay, find a way to make income and then just go from there. Yeah. Yeah, and then Chelsea didn't know about this until like you were on the trip with him. Obviously, yeah. yeah. So I was on the trip with him, and we're like, "Wow, like it's so nice, nice here. here." And but he, Ray would say, "Wow, I want to live here," mm-hmm. and I would just wouldn't think he would actually go like the next month. Yeah, yeah. But he and then he comes. We come back to Winnipeg, mm-hmm. and he was like, just told me. Yeah, I think I'm gonna move in September, and I'm like, what? We just got back. <laughs> like, you might as well have just yeah. stayed there. But yeah, 
Oh, so this August you went, and then in September you moved already. So it was the end of July, like July twenty seven, right? We went. Yeah, and but we got back, um, like, like beginning of August. Yeah. And then so we had all August, a little bit of September, and then he moved. Yeah. So I I feel like that that was quite fast. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, totally. Yeah. When I was making the the decision to move, it was straight. I was thinking about myself. It was because I was not happy at all with mm-hmm. myself. Mm-hmm. And I think when I was thinking, if I'm not happy with myself, then how am I going to make others around me happy if I'm not oh, happy? Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. So wait, how did you feel knowing that he just moved and just pretty much left? You Obviously, know? I was like a wreck. <laughs> 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 like, all, I was. Because I'd never done that before. Yeah. And then you just coming at me as telling me that like you're I'm gonna, gonna move like bye Wait, I okay, think we were bye. together for like four years four years yeah. yeah we were and then the day came and then yeah I just yeah it was crazy yeah did you guys talk to each other pretty much every day on the phone and stuff yeah yeah yeah, yeah we did yeah. but then how, where were you mentally just like, oh, no, I don't know <laughs> like I think thinking about that now I wasn't in the right headspace but I gradually it became better because uh, were you pissed yeah of course I was pissed <laughs> I was like what the heck you gonna leave me but um no it worked out for the best because yeah like gradually it became better I came to like do things on my own yeah so that was nice mm-hmm. so I feel like I would be able to do it again mm-hmm. so and I, the, yeah. I think I was okay leaving, like our relationship, like mm-hmm. you, not like leaving, but well, like <laughs> just physically distant, yeah. right? Because I, I trusted our love. I knew our love is not, you know, mm-hmm. it's different. Like, right. I know our love is strong enough to get past this thing. Yeah. That's why I was like, I know we could get through this. Yeah. yeah. I, I just knew, like, right. and we did. Yeah. That's yeah. so cool. Yeah. So then what, how did that transition for you? Like you had a job mm-hmm. and then now you guys live together. So where mm-hmm. did this change happen? Uh, like what, what were you? Sorry. So pretty much you were, you were living on your own with your family there. Like I was living with my kuya. Mm-hmm. Just my kuya there. Mm-hmm. Um, and so then why did you move there? So Chelsea. I moved in 2016. Um, but prior to me moving, Ray had come back. Yeah, I moved back. Um, from Calgary from the first yeah. time in 2015. And then he fell into like the same routine yeah. again. And he left 2016, mm-hmm. April. Yeah. Or something uh, like that. Yeah, so I came so back. So then in 2016, I was like, I was going on trips with my parents and stuff like that. Um, so I went to the Philippines in April. And then when I came back, I'm like, hey. I'm moving. <laughs> I'm going to move to Calgary. Um, was that I, a gut feeling too? Or that was a gut feeling. Like you didn't in, know. In a way. In yeah. a way. Obviously, like I wanted to go to Calgary to move there because mm-hmm. of you. Yeah. But also just because I didn't really know what I was wanting to do in my life. Yeah. Um, career-wise, I guess too. School-wise. Yeah. Like I had told my parents, oh yeah, I'm going there for school. But took a year off and then went back to school. So... Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. It was just a gut feeling. Like, yeah, I'm gonna try something new. Mm-hmm. At that time, I was 21, and I felt old. Like I felt <laughs> like as if I was 25. Oh yeah, I have my life together. Moving out. Like, yeah. Looking back at it now, like I don't know why I thought that. It's just mm. weird. But. You're just trying to find. Yeah. Yourself. So yeah. basically the same thing. Yeah. Oh, nice. 
So, um, for you guys listening, uh, Chelsea and Raymart actually have two businesses. And one is Recollection, which is vintage, and the other one is DJ. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, where did those two fall in place during this process? Uh, like, where? how did it start? Yeah, like, how did this all like happen? Like, from, like, the seed of it all? Or? <laughs> yeah. Like, what was first, DJing, or was it the clothing? I think, well, I think everything was actually uh, based off, like, the base of everything was actually Chelsea. Like, ah. yeah. like from both things that I do, like, I do that every day, mm-hmm. like DJing and thrifting, mm-hmm. is actually seeded from Chelsea. Ah, so yeah. why? Where did that happen? So, like, when I was younger, yeah. um, I would always go with my mom to the thrift stores, like Valley Village, and that, at the time, nobody would go yeah. because of this big stereotype like oh if you That's, go there I think it's stigma poor. oh stigma sorry it's stigma, stigma. Yeah. Um, if you go there you're poor you can't afford whatever this and that but I just went mm. I went with my mom because she she liked looking at all the vases and stuff like that so that's where it started and then um, gradually I would start looking at the clothes start looking at the shoes found some good stuff and yeah. then brought Ray yeah. um, into it but at first though he didn't want to touch Anything. Was this like grade ten? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I was like, I never done it before. Yeah. I was like, because I I always heard the jokes like in high school. Yeah. Like, oh, that dude, he shot. He Shops shot the building. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 And like, if you see somebody there, you kind of like, oh no, he's gonna yeah. see me. Yeah. 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 And then yeah, when you brought me along, and then I found like some crazy like vintage NBA jerseys, yeah. MLB jerseys, like. And then we started going. I was more like, "Damn, this is actually sick!" Yeah. And then we just kept doing it mm-hmm. as a thing that we do to get. So you yeah. guys are just doing it as just just consumers. as a hobby. Yeah. yeah. Just consumers just, just buying. Just yeah. To go. Just because we like finding these type of clothes. Yeah. Like, uh, so when when did it transition to becoming a business, or why when, did it? Transition? When we went or when I moved to Calgary, yeah. um, in 2016, that's when it kind of. Yeah, we never ever sold clicked. anything. Yeah. Until uh, maybe 17. Yeah. Eventually. So wait, let's rewind. You moved there. Were you prepared financially? No. Oh, you didn't However, either. though, I I was able to get like I was able to transfer jobs like locations. Mm. So I was like, I don't I don't need to be whatever because I mm. have a job already. You so have income coming. Yeah. In. So that's mm. what I thought. Mm, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're smarter than me. <laughs> <laughs> so where did the struggle happen for you to have to? create a business like what happened where everything kind of felt like it fell apart um I think it was uh when I turned 22 right mm-hmm. I felt I don't know I felt like I didn't have anything going like I was just I was in a routine again like mm-hmm. I hate being in this cycle of no growth. wake up early go to the job you don't like come back home come back home you have to like sleep because you got to wake up early again right. mm-hmm. and then I hated that yeah. and then I thought about I was like man what am I doing like I don't even like doing this stuff mm-hmm. and because I, I knew we like to thrift and stuff and not many people um, have been selling like their vintage collection or mm-hmm. whatever uh, I just thought like why don't we just try to start it just to see where we go from here yeah yeah and then you just sort of just ran out. Let's let's see yeah. if we could sell these clothes. Yeah, because yeah, we like we had 
lot. If we could find clothes for ourselves, we, we could find clothes for other people too. Right. That mm-hmm. they'll like. Because I think we, we have a good eye and like just mm-hmm. knowledge of like pop culture back then, mm-hmm. like music, sports, like yeah. all that stuff because of all of our older siblings, older cousins. Yeah. Did you ever see anybody do it before you guys? Like any selling any vintage stuff? I don't remember. I think we just started seeing it once we got into the community. Yeah. Of like, oh, damn, there's like other people doing this. And uh, then, so you saw it in a totally different community. Right. Yeah. And uh, we saw other people on Instagram just mm-hmm. like, oh, they're doing it too. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. <laughs> That's really sick that you guys have just saw it from there. So what was that event that you went to? Like that community? Uh... It wasn't like an event. It was just we just started meeting people through selling. Selling. Like, oh. Yeah. yeah so when um, some people see our page, or we put it off because you too. Uh-huh. And then people were like, hey, can we buy this off of you? And then we meet up and they tell us their Instagram. Oh. And like, oh, we sell too. Like, and then we just exchange. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So was there ever a, a breaking point where you guys felt like, I can't survive right now? Like yeah, yeah. oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, when did that happen? What was that like? Well, I I think when we first started, I kind of like I I took the risk of quitting my job. Oh, so you quit your job first? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because uh, I felt like I can't focus properly with this job, mm-hmm. and then because it's gonna put me in like such a draining state. Mm-hmm. So I was like, let's just. Like I talked to Chelsea, of course. I'm like, hey, I quit my job. <laughs> I get Again. home, like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not gonna just make the decision without, because yeah. that's it's her well being too, right? Yeah. So, yeah. So we talked about it for like a good month, and then we were arguing. Like, I th- I remember we were like, you you weren't sure because it was a big risk, right. right? Yeah. I'm just, I know how I think, and I know how like I believe in myself so much and just like if I do this I'm gonna go all in like right mm-hmm. yeah I'm not gonna let us fail okay. and then Chelsea just trusted him eventually yeah yeah I, like at one point I even asked him like oh so did you quit like when are you quitting uh, yeah I wasn't <laughs> sure like should I do it today or <laughs> yeah yeah I wasn't sure but so, I did it when I felt right to yeah. do it so yeah See, I, I think that's interesting because there's a lot of people that are stuck at the jobs that they do yeah. hate mm-hmm. and they dread almost every day mm-hmm. they're too afraid to actually take the step to let go of it mm-hmm. so what happened for you was it more painful to let's say let go of the job mm-hmm. like that process of rebuilding or was it more painful to stay at the job uh, it was more painful to stay at the job yeah. I feel like I think even though the pain through building this business or building something that you want to start, mm-hmm. I think we we enjoyed it at the same time when we we're going through the pain because it was like something new. Uh, we're challenging yourself. Mm-hmm. What were some of the struggles that happened after he left his job, Jones? Um. So we were actively selling, like we were doing really good. We were doing fine, like really good. Like, yeah, very good. And then... Um, for like the f- first four, five months? Yeah. Yeah, we were like, like on, on point, paying our bills with this. Bills, everything. Everything was good. And I was at school full time yeah. while part time yeah. work. Mm. So, she was doing like three things at so once. So yeah. I was doing that and then I think everything fell apart maybe November. Yeah, November. Yeah. Because we... we 
made a bad deal. Yeah. Like, we, like, I, back then I was just like, I was denying it was our fault. Yeah. But we, it was our fault too. Right. Yeah. So what happened? Uh, what happened was, so... You don't need names, just the situation. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so someone, a business hit us up. Yeah. A business hit us up. Mm-hmm. And they sell hype beast clothes like supreme mm-hmm. all the yeah. all the fancy you know mm-hmm. babe right and they also wanted to sell vintage too yeah mm-hmm. so he saw our page right. and then he really liked our catalog of, of our stock mm-hmm. and then so he wanted to buy bulk of our of our stuff and then me and Chelsea at the moment was like oh my god like this is great sick. yeah and so this he picked out yeah he picked up picked out maybe like 30 40 items mm-hmm. and it was like okay i'll give you 700 dollars for all these items. like yeah yeah why not like that's mm-hmm. a good deal we need the money like that's, yeah that's, that's great mm-hmm. yeah and then uh I, wait at first he bought actually he bought before like mm-hmm. a week before so i was like okay it's a good it's a good customer. yeah he's a good guy he yeah. bought like 250 dollars worth of stuff and mm-hmm. then so this other deal came the one I'm talking about, that's yeah. $700. Mm-hmm. And then uh, he said, okay, just hold it for me till Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, okay. We go, like, we dealt with this guy before. What was that, like, two weeks or one week? I think it was, it was, like, a week. It was a week after that first deal. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah so I was like, okay, he yeah. gave us 250 and uh, yeah. I trusted. Might as well. Yeah. yeah. If he paid us before, <clears throat> then he'll pay us again. Right. Yeah. So we, like, okay, we can hold that for you. He's spending this much why, yeah, why well, not? Why not just hold it for mm-hmm. a week? And then, uh, so the Saturday came. They said, "Okay, we'll meet uh, seven thirty At a specific place. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I gave him the address and then yeah, all that. And then I was waiting. I went to uh, the location. Yeah, the location. And then it was like seven twenty-five. It was like five minutes before the time that we're gonna meet up. Mm-hmm. He's just like, "Oh, uh, sorry. hey, sorry. Like, I talked to." Whoever. Whoever. And I don't think we're going to go forward with this deal. Oh. Yeah. So that so, was very devastating for us. Yeah. Were the people that wanted that stuff too? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because it was all on all, our page. Yeah. So, so imagine we kept, like, like saying like, oh, we can't. Like that's on hold. Somebody's buying this. Oh, yeah. So, no. like, so we missed like, the whole week of like selling. Like 30 to 40 everybody. items yeah. being sold. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. So. I mean, obviously, that's in the past. It's, yeah. just, it's, it's a story to tell because that's like, literally what had happened and yeah. how and why we yeah. had some Dude. like struggles. Or yeah, so that held us a week of... Income. Income, yeah, pretty yeah. much. So, and that was like near the end of the month? No. Um, I can't even remember. I don't, I don't remember, but it was for but, sure yeah. like November It affected October. us for like the next year and a half. Yeah. Well, I'll push we, you back that Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> we tried... To catch up on that, just seven hundred dollars you missed out. Yeah. Yeah. So that was crazy. Yeah, and then it was just like, I think it was near the end of the month. Mm-hmm. It was. Yeah. So. So that what did deal you with right after that. What after that? We're because we needed rent. Yeah. Uh, it was like, and I was like, holy, like, how are we gonna? get this within the next two days like how are we gonna sell all this stuff yeah that we Shoot. held so your rent was due the next two days yeah, and you're relying like, on that on that one yeah. day yeah damn yeah okay. so I think what happened is that we did sell some of the stuff but mm-hmm. not enough and then 
we had to take our pride down and ask the people like our, our close closest, close yeah. like family members and to borrow it, yeah. yeah and yeah. thank god we have like people that will help understand. us out yeah, yeah. You understand like we would never ask unless we really really need it mm-hmm. and we really really needed it because oh i didn't want to miss Renton. How is that feeling though? I'm just like you know what? I'm gonna ask family and friends. It it sucks. It sucked because yeah. like it's like they. Oh, I don't want to do it. Yeah. Um, but man, I don't want to not have, have a place to live. Yeah. Or, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. It just it was very. Uh, it felt defeated. Like yeah. Yeah. Like very defeated. Mm-hmm. She. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I get it. Yeah. Get it was it. it was it was a struggle that that whole. But mm-hmm. yeah. here's my question. After asking for help, mm-hmm. did you need to ask for help again or no? You were fine after. Yeah, we had to we ask had for to. help. Oh, yeah. We had to. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because we're, we're, we had to pay them back. Right. And then that would push well, us back, back for whatever yeah. next. So we're just trying to right? so it's just that get back to where... Yeah. Circle, sorry. Yeah. So where did, it, it, where did the transition happen where you're like, now you're fully caught up? Um, you got a job. I got a job. I got a job at Valley Village. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> no. I wanted. Right there. I wanted to get. I wanted to go to Valley Village to see. Like I wanted to see what they get first. Uh, so it would it would benefit us as a business. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, yeah. that's where we get our stuff. Yeah, yeah. And then so I see the stuff before and I'd be like, he'll I, call me. I was like, hey, there's this freaking jersey this or whatever. 90s. Uh, Houston Rockets Steve Francis oh, yes. ja- uh, jersey <laughs> I'm gonna put it here so you could get it <laughs> yeah. anybody yeah so we were like before anyone else we just I, I just were, I remember, I remember yeah. that day yeah so where was the balance of we need to put this money away to buy stuff as opposed to put this money to pay for bills there was no balance we didn't have like really we were, we were just like selling. okay we need to make money from this and then to pay our, bills. Pay our shit yeah Oh, Sorry, shit. I swore. Can I swear? No, no, that's all good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, that's crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So then where did you have the income to buy extra stuff? It was just from the... Whatever was left. Yeah. Yeah. It was like, can we afford this one yeah. shirt or whatever? Or even, it would just be a risk. Like, okay, we got this money. Let's yeah. purchase this. Let's see. Like, yeah. We, if could, it... we could get money from this. Yeah. Uh, and oftentimes We discuss, every time we go thrift, me and Chelsea, at the end of the... like What we pick out. Yeah, we put it all on a... Uh, like empty rack there and we're like okay is this nice or are you not feeling it yeah yeah, uh, yeah. Did, did you what did you sacrifice in order to buy that stuff uh we really we have to risk it yeah. it was a risk to like did you sacrifice eating yes <laughs> oh I you did we, we ate a lot of noodles like <laughs> instant noodles yeah we ate a lot of instant noodles and a lot of nuggets yeah, <laughs> um yeah when we actually we couldn't even aff- afford to pay our car insurance, so yeah. we couldn't even deliver our our sales to our customers through like a vehicle. A vehicle. We would they had to bus and oh, train bus. to yeah, around, the city. around the city to deliver these goods to our customers. Yeah, it was see, but I think that's brilliant, and I, I think that's such a great thing because you humbled yourselves. Yeah, you know yeah. What I mean. You didn't let your ego take over and be like, no, I'm not going to do that. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. what are these people going to think yeah. kind of thing? Yeah. You yeah. literally just did it because 
yeah. is what you had to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know I mean, so some people are so caught up in, oh, no, I'm not going to sell my car or yeah. thing my car because I want to be at this level mm-hmm. or whatever success it is, is to you. Yeah. yeah. So whereas like you make those sacrifices mm-hmm. in order to create whatever success you want later on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's insane. Yeah, it was crazy because uh, I give so much props to, to her. Like, <laughs> no, like she was doing three things at once at the time while going through the struggle and like having that stress, mental stress on her head. So you were in school, you had a part-time job running this business yeah. and not even making enough income. And yeah. with no vehicle to get to these, uh, to school, to work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, you're in a relationship. Right. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. <laughs> yeah. So four things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but when, um, like when we did, um, decide, okay, we can't afford the car anymore. Yeah. We're, we're going to have to bust this and that. It, yeah. So we lived on the opposite end of where I work. Yeah. So like total opposite. I, we were living North. My work was South. Yeah. <laughs> so if you only could imagine like, for people who've been to Calgary, yeah. transportation is pretty big. Like I, I sh- I'm sure people go there and have a car, mm-hmm. right? Or they work fairly, relatively close to where they live. Mm-hmm. So mine was like the opposite of that. So I have would have to be waking up at yeah, like, your schedule is crazy. Like five a.m. to get ready for school for like eight yeah. to make it to school to for eight, eight. Yeah. Oh, for eight a.m. And then no, at the same time we don't live right by the bus stop. No, we have to walk maybe 15 to 20 minutes uphill yeah. to go to and it's, to get to and it was bus. like a really cold winter yeah like that was a cold snow. winter um so i'd be going to school for eight i would leave school um sometimes my schedule would be like till four fifty or mm-hmm. to five and during this time you're eating noodles and nuggets yes yeah, or yeah. not eating at all yeah sometimes <sighs> so then i would go to to school and then i had work right away because like I needed to go to work. Yeah. So and was like, your work close to your school? No, it wasn't. So <laughs> yeah. I, luckily there's a train yeah. from school to get to yeah. where I needed to, to be, to get on the bus to go to work. Yeah. So I would be um, at work for six, mm-hmm. taking the train from my school to work. And um, so six to 10 is usually my time frame, right? So I would get off at 10. And I'd have to like rush to get to the bus stop and it's dark out. Mm-hmm. Um, and then go to the bus, go to the train station, wait for the train, train to the bus stop, and then bus home. I would mean, and I'm, no. then walk up this yes, like yeah. trek of like this yeah. high hill down back to our house. Yeah. I would and, meet up with yeah. you though, like. Yeah. I didn't want to let you bus and train home by yourself yeah. during that time. And I would so be, we would get home. I would meet up with her after doing all... During the time while she's doing her thing, I would be selling all the clothes. clothes. Uh, so I'd be doing product food, yeah. shots, put it up, yeah. posting it everywhere. And then people would hit me up and like, can you deliver here? I was like, okay, I'll mm-hmm. meet you there. Damn. Yeah. So while she's doing her school, I'd be dealing with the business and deliveries. And, and you wouldn't get home until like, like 12. 12.30. So you had to get up by 5 again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so wait, after was, after work, you had to bus train, bus walk. Yes. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Yes. That was a good. I don't know how long it was, but like it was like months. Yeah, it felt like a year. Eventually, we <laughs> saved up to buy a six hundred dollar car. Yeah, we did. <laughs> That's such a cheap car. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But still, at least you bought a car. Yeah. yeah. But the insurance on it was still pretty expensive. Yeah, it was. It was wow. Crazy. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. 
So I'm gonna cut off this one because this is actually talking about the vintage collection. Yeah. And if you want to listen to the next episode, we're gonna be bringing in the whole DJ part. Mm-hmm. All right. So listen to that episode. Thank you so much for supporting this podcast. If you enjoyed this episode or feel like this episode relates to someone you know, share it on your Instagram stories and tag me at es underscore believe and rise. Thank you again and see you at the next episode. Until then, promise yourself to continue to believe and rise.